Welcome to episode five of the Bossy Beach podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be chatting to a good friend of mine, Ella from Ella Mazur Creative. If you don't know her already, she is an absolute guru on the Instagram. And aside from that, she's grown her own business multiple times from a very young age. And she's one of those people that just get shit done. She works her ass off. She does absolutely everything you need to do to make a business successful and she makes no excuses. It's just sheer hard work and that's why I love her and have a lot of admiration. And on that note, when I played back this episode (laughs) before I recorded this intro, I realized that we spend the first two minutes blowing smoke up each other's ass (laughs) quite a lot. So you'll have to forgive me for that. We are good friends and I love hard. So if you're in my life and I love and adore you, which I do everyone, um, I'm a bit of a gusher. So if that sickens you, I'm sorry. Yes. So please bear with that because Ella really knows her shit when it comes to Instagram. And the reality is if you're in business, fair chance you're on Instagram or need to be on Instagram or should be on Instagram. And that platform is changing all the time. It is so hard to keep up. So yep, there's a lot of information out there. There's a lot of podcasts about Instagram, but these are some juicy tips. This is worth getting um, Ella's tips from. And so you might even just be one of those people that wants to become an influencer and get some free shit. Like nothing wrong with that. So um, bear with me as I blow smoke smoke up her ass for a couple of minutes. And then Ella's going to share some really amazing tips about how to grow your engagement on Instagram because it's all about engaging, engaging, engagement equals engagement. So enjoy. You're listening to the Bossy Bitch Podcast with Elsa Mitchell. Come along with me as I explore all the remote corners of Australia, uncovering success stories from women killing it in business. I'll inspire you, teach you, and best of all, make you laugh by sharing their journey and mine so that we can grow together in life and in business. Mom, have you seen my pants? Mate, get out of here with the podcast. Okay, today I am chatting with my very good friend, Ella, from Ella Mazua Creative. Ella, if you don't know her already, is a little bit of a superstar. <laughs> um <laughs> Um, a bit of an Instagram sensation. Thanks so much, Ella, for chatting to me today. Stop it. You're the sensation. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look at your um, resume here. Uh, former fashion designer, um, current ho- host of the Influence podcast, social media, media manager and coach, content creator, and I think it's safe to say influencer. Do you think? I think it's <laughs> Have actually I reached a lot- that point? <laughs> Well, you influence me, if that counts. That does count. You influence me too, though. I think it's actually illegal to be so talented. (laughs) It should be illegal. It's all because of you. You have pushed me to where I am today. Stop it. I actually feel like um, with you, Ella, for me, because I've owned my own business for 13 years, one of the I guess we'd call it the perks is when you hire someone and they're really young and you have them for like 10 years and you get to watch them sort of grow and reach their full potential and you kind of feel like a proud mum. Well, that's how I feel about you. Oh, I have come a long way. 
Yes. Well, so for everybody <laughs> listening at home, I've known Ella since she was a little teenager and I'm just, I don't know, I feel like a proud mama bear just watching you grow into such a huge success and you're so smart and you're just killing it at life. I feel like there is so much to say for how much you have helped me. Oh. And decide just <laughs> even deciding what I wanted to do and really pushing me to follow my dream. But do you know deciding uh, what they are. Well, I like to always say you can lead the horse to water, but you can't force it to drink. Oh, one hundred percent. I agree with that so much. You are such a hard worker and you deserve everything um that you've achieved. Oh, thank you. This is quite loved up, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's a very mutual feeling though. <laughs> oh, I feel really lucky to have you as a friend and I am so proud of how you're just smashing it on Instagram at the moment. And so I'm super excited today to be chatting all about Instagram with you, Ella, and getting some tips off you about engagement. Yeah. Well, first of all, let's talk about why engagement is so important on Instagram. So essentially, your engagement is what is going to grow your account. It's going to bring you that, increase your brand awareness, which is exactly what you want to do with Instagram. That's the first thing that you want to do. You also want to be in front of your ideal clients and customers. And you can do this by one, engaging with them, and then they'll engage with you and find you. And it's also that whole thing about it doesn't really matter. You don't have to have a huge Instagram following no. to have a successful business. So you really want followers that are going to convert and be your customers and pay you money, which is exactly. what it's all about, right? Exactly. And I love and proudly tell everybody that I have never had a massive following for any of my businesses, but I have always had a very engaged and loyal following and they do convert to customers and I think that is so important. That's more important, I think. Than getting hooked on those numbers, right? Yeah. yeah. The, the popularity contest. Exactly. And it's like what you keep seeing um, and I've spoken about this with you before is that you don't need 10,000 followers to have a successful business but if you are converting a smaller percentage, smaller percentage, but you've got a smaller account. That's actually much more beneficial because you can have those relationships and talk to them one on one. Exactly, and I love that Instagram is that relationship building platform. Yes, that's exactly what it is. So, Ella, I thought today maybe you could share with us some tips on how to increase your engagement on Instagram, and I believe you've got seven of those tips for us today. Yes, I do. So, I have tips for you to increase it organically. There are other methods that you can do paid, but I think when you're starting out or even when you are not starting out, doing these things that I'm going to be discussing that's ultimately going to attract more people to you as well. So it's you using more of an attraction marketing method rather than constantly having to be on the hunt for new people, new audiences and new customers and clients all the time. Yep, much easier if they can come to you. So in saying that, in the beginning, it, it will probably take you a, a little bit more effort but long term. 
Exactly. And can we just, before you launch into it, can we just say that it really, there is no secret little trick. It is hard work. And I find that I know that you'd be the same when you run coaching sessions or workshops. Everybody wants the easy little trick, but I'm like, there is no easy little trick. You have to be, you have to put in the hard work. That really is exactly there's no way there's no way around that unfortunately there is no secret hack no secret hack there's, to success just hard work really just hard bloody work and that applies <laughs> to instagram as well there's this strategy doesn't mean that you have to go buy followers and go buy likes because they are not going to convert into clients or customers no and they you might be thinking it makes you look pretty cool but actually you can tell when they're fake, can't you, Ella? 100%. You can we tell. You can tell. <laughs> so <I'll> these, <laughs> these tips <laughs> that I've got for you today, um, I talk about these quite a lot on my Instagram and I did for a post actually in April and I was talking about why you shouldn't be using engagement groups or pods. And if you don't know what that is, it is a group that sits in your DMs in your direct messages that might have 10, 15, 20 people and they all post in there and they post their new post and everybody goes and likes and comments. And why this is bad is because, one, they are not your ideal clients and customers. They're not going to convert into paying clients or customers and they're not going to help build your brand awareness. They're not going to be increasing any of your numbers except for those vanity metrics. Vanity metrics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, <easy> to... <laughs> it's the popularity thing. It is. I mean, you could have 200 followers and be fully booked. Absolutely. And by the same token, I see people that have, you know, huge followings um, and they're running, you know, they're speaking at events on how to grow a successful business. But I'm like, just because you have a shit ton of followers doesn't necessarily mean you have a successful business. No, exactly. and it, Not always. Oh, <laughs> am I allowed to swear or not really? Might go for it. It shits me <laughs> to see <laughs> these certain accounts, um, one of them being in Perth, and they do just copy other people's content and they attract more clients and they build their business and none of their content is originally from the from them so frustrating so frustrating I don't know why but it really gets under my skin I'm just like for fuck's sake (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah exactly all right let's get into these tips let's get into it so my first tip if you would like to increase your engagement is to go and do engagement yourself engagement equals engagement yeah that is that's my first tip so that's a good one if you say okay I'm going to put aside 10 minutes a day of strategic engagement on my Instagram where I go and engage with my ideal clients and my ideal customers not with other people in my industry because that's going to be the easiest content for you to engage with let's say for example like Um, your business, Elsa, if you were to go and comment on other salons, it's much easier because you know what you're talking about. You know, Mm -hmm. you know the terminology and everything, but it might be a little bit harder for you to go and find your ideal clients and customers, but that is going to be the most beneficial for your business. 
I also think like it's just being a decent human being. If you are putting up, if you're not actively engaging with other people, then why would anybody come and engage with you? Exactly. You get what you give, right? Exactly. Exactly. So when you when you want to do a post and you're like, oh, nobody's like this. It's a really good post. I've put lots of time and effort into it. Let's see first, what are you doing? Are you putting out that engagement? Are you giving people the love that you want to be receiving? I think this works on Facebook as well. I heard it once and I I think this works, is if, if you want to put a post up, say it's something really important like you're trying to book out a workshop or you're trying to launch something, if you actually spend time on the Facebook platform engaging for 10, 20 minutes and then you put your post up, Facebook will reward you for that engagement. I don't, I, I don't know if that's a fact, but I, I've tested it out and I believe that that works. Similar kind of concept. I feel like it's more so um, it works because those people are getting notifications that you're posting and then getting notifications that you're liking their stuff and commenting on their stuff. So then when you put your post up, it they'll be like, oh, she's liked my post and she's also done a post herself. Yep. So that's why it equals engagement. Engagement equals engagement. So my second tip <laughs> is follow accounts <laughs> that are relevant to your business. Follow accounts. Oh, what, you don't just go and follow all your competitors? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what they do to me. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the mo- majority of people following me are other social media managers. Well, that's because you're a, um, a role model. Yes. You shouldn't be so awesome, Ella. <laughs> <laughs> but really, you should be following accounts that you would like to work with, that you want to start attracting your ideal clients, your ideal customers, and the best way to do that is by getting in front of them. Go follow them. And if you don't know how to find them, then that's where you can look at your competitors. You can look at who is following them, who's engaging with their content. You can look at hashtags. That's probably the easiest way for you to find other people because that's the easiest way for them to find you as well. Yep. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Following the hashtags is a great one. Yeah. And I do that. Yeah. Oh, me too. Absolutely. It's like I rely on it to find, you know, new people that I might think are a good match to to follow or stalk online. So an example for me is I like to work with small businesses. And if I'm targeting, for example, small businesses in Perth, then I'll go follow the hashtag small business Perth or Perth small business. And that way I am staying up to date with that hashtags content and I can go engage with that content and I know that they are the people I want to work with so they are the people that I'm going to be attracting and it's it really does I mean if you're a business like for me with um my business B directory it's a lot easier for me to find my people because I am looking for um small businesses and they're yeah. obviously a lot easier to find and follow um with the hair salon that I own that's obviously a little bit harder because they're actual people and sometimes you feel like a bit of a, a creep following um just random people but also on a completely another uh, concept is the building company that we have. We a lot of our work comes from the architects. Well, pretty much nearly all of our work comes from architects. So one of our strategies was to follow those architects that we liked and that we wanted to work with on Instagram um, and be engaging with them. And then that way, when 
we have completed a project, we could email, send out an email to the architect with pictures of the project and say, hey, we've just completed this project. We'd love for you to have a look. Um, love to um, set up a meeting to get on your tender list. And then they're going to go, oh, hang on, I know who that, that is. I've seen them on Instagram. Yeah. And that is a tried and tested strategy that worked really, really well for us in in that way as well. Yeah. And I even do that if I am trying to work with, let's say, influencers on behalf of a brand. And you would do the same thing. You would make sure that you're following them, make sure that you're engaging with some of their content. And that way they become a part of your warm audience. It's called relationship building. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite thing. There's nothing worse than you receive a DM from someone, they're not following you, they've never liked your photo, and yet they say, hey, I love your content, I would love to work with you. And you're like, you don't even like my page. Do you love my content? (laughs) I don't know. Baker. (laughs) (sighs) Uh, Okay, then third tip is to use hashtags. Now, a lot, of, a lot of people still question whether you should use them. And look, TikTok have an incredible SEO range on their hashtags. And I know that Instagram, they don't have the SEO inbuilt, but it is the easiest way for people to find you. And I feel like they, they are working on it because it's been spoken about so much lately. And as soon as it becomes a search engine, the SEO on your hashtags are going to have so much more effect. It's also much easier for your clients to find you, for other people to find you. When I moved to Adelaide, I had to switch from Elsa, which was heartbreaking because obviously I couldn't fly over every four weeks to get my hair done or eight weeks or whatever it is. And um, I had to find a hairdresser here and I typed in hairdresser Adelaide into the hashtags and that's how I found the hairdresser I'm going to yeah absolutely and if I'm traveling like last year when Christy and I were traveling up to Broome and Kununurra if we were in Broome we would look up Broome Cafe yeah um on the hashtags of the Instagram so we could go because um you know what we eat is very important we always have to get the best we have to you know plan our food the day before because we're a bit of Bit, bit of a foodies but um yeah so we would could go and see what cafes and if they had a big following and then look at pictures of the food like and everybody I think is doing that now exactly. so um yeah you just constantly have to be mindful of that's what people are doing and I feel like that applies to every single industry when somebody is looking for you and your business if you don't have hashtags it's going to be much harder for them to find you online Absolutely. And you're you potentially missing out on so much action. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. By not using them. Yeah. And when you when you nail them and you get the right hashtags, your posts can literally explode. Yep. So true. Yep. So that's a very good tip. And usually I use all 30 and I'll put them in the first comment. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the effectiveness um, is the same. Yeah, absolutely. And you should change them up, right, a little bit each time. I mean, it's good to keep a bank of hashtags, but I always make sure even if I'm cutting and pasting, I will always add a few new ones and change them up a little bit. Yeah, definitely. I think so. Um, An example of that is I use the hashtag engagement group on this post that we were talking about earlier. And um, now I have all these people DMing me saying they want to join my engagement group because they oh, have me through a hashtag. <laughs> uh-huh. 
Wow. Oh, so I was like, did you read the post? <laughs> <laughs> well, you said, yeah, you've got the wrong vibes out there. <laughs> no, they, they do work. You see, they, they definitely work. Yeah. Well, that's just it. Proof's in the pudding. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Another tip I can give you is making sure that you're actually replying to every single comment and every DM that you get. Even some of the accounts that I manage and I tell the people that I'm working with that they need to go do this, they'll still they'll still not want to do it because it's it's time consuming. Um, you might get frustrated if somebody DMs you. Oh, why why are they asking me so many questions? Why why can't they just Google the answer? They're coming to you because they see you as the expert. They, and they're probably trying to form a connection with you. Yeah, yeah. So by replying to them, you are, one, being polite, but two, getting more engagement. So Instagram really likes it when you um, when people spend more time on the platform and when you can make other people spend more time on the platform. So by engaging with people, replying to their comments, replying to DMs, you're keeping them on Instagram. It's just like don't be an asshole. Yeah, isn't that one? Of, isn't that one of your rules? <laughs> don't be an asshole. Um, well, you know, and if you don't respond, they're not gonna they're not gonna take the time to comment again if you just ignore them. It's quite rude. It's like someone speaking to you in real life, and you just yeah. don't respond. It's exactly, I don't think it's any different. That's exactly how you should think of it. That is a real life person. Exactly, <laughs> a real conversation um, that could lead to conversion absolutely be a good human exactly be a good human how many is that one i don't even know i don't know five or six that's four four okay okay so my next one is to post at your peak time but also in this tip is post at a time that you have time to be on so look at your insights look at when there is a good time However, if it's at three in the morning, don't post then because you're not going to be up and engaging unless unless you are. <laughs> <laughs> unless you're really an, an early morning person. <laughs> but look, if it, you have to also post at a time that is going to be convenient for you so that you have the time to reply to those comments, to engage with other people so that you're maximizing that post. Absolutely. And so how do you know when your best times are, Ella? So if you have 100 followers or more and you are set to a business account, you can check your insights. Fabulous. And then you know, and then if you're scheduling, you can even just schedule them into those times, can't you? Yes, you can. You can look at your insights or you can use the app that's called When to Post. Awesome. But There's an app for everything, isn't there? Instagram have pretty good analytics these days. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah, and there is an app for everything. You're absolutely <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. Next tip. Number six. To optimise your Instagram bio and make sure that you're speaking to your ideal client or customer. And by this I mean actually write what it is that you do, don't make it a guessing game. Use the language of your ideal clients and customers. So actually use the language that they're using, not the language that you're using in your industry that only other people in your industry will Mm. understand. 
because a lot of people do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and don't use fluffy. Oh, don't use fluffy language. If you are a business, don't say, "Oh my gosh, I love traveling to Bali. I love coffee. I love love my dog Danny." That's not talking oh. to your ideal customer. This is so um, a big one, and I something I became really aware of again when we were traveling um, a lot pre COVID, um, running our workshops. So often before a workshop. Uh, we would like to look at who was coming to the workshop the next day and go and have a look at their Facebook or their Instagram or their website or whatever we were taking the workshop on. And so many times you'd be like, what the hell does this business even do? Yeah. I'd be scrolling and clicking and going, what the fuck is this thing? And then, you know, it's like so hard to work it out. <laughs> but yeah. it should just be like, boom, in your face. That's yeah. that's what we do. It should be. This is who I am. This is what I do. This is where I am. And this is what I want you to do. Yep. And I think always need to be thinking, what if someone who doesn't know me, brand new, knows nothing, what is their first impression going to be when they come to my page? Essentially, you would like an eight-year-old to be able to open up your Instagram and be like, I know what they do. Correct. Yep. So if that's not the case, then we need to change it up. And it can be as simple as changing the name to, let's say, for example, for me, it says Instagram services. If it just said Ella or if it just said Ella Mazur Creative, but somebody is looking for an Instagram coach or if someone's looking for an Instagram account manager, then they're they're not going to be typing in Ella Mazur Creative. They're going to be typing in Instagram something something to do with Instagram. Um, I did this for one of my clients the other day. She's a makeup artist in Adelaide and she just had her first name in the name. She had, I'm not going to say her name. She's had her name, uh, first name, last name, and it was all spaced out pretty, lots of emojis. It was pretty. It was gorgeous. Yeah. Who would ever search? (laughs) Nobody. She changed it and overnight her Instagram grew so much and she had all these people booking in because they were looking for an, an Adelaide makeup artist. Unbelievable. And it was because people are getting um, booking their weddings again, people are going to events again here. That's all she did. And then she started asking people um, a few weeks after saying, oh, how did you find me? And they were like, I just typed in Adelaide makeup artist and you popped up. Wow, the smallest, tiniest little thing, and it's just made such a massive difference for her. Yes, and if you're targeting people in a specific area, then make sure you put that area in there. Oh, so true. You know, you get people follow you and you're like, I can't even tell where this person is. Do they even live in Australia? Are they... Yeah, if it's especially if it's important and relevant to your business, you have to put where you're based. Yeah. Like if you are a physical location, then you want to put that so that people in that location are trying to find you. Yep. So important. So that is, I think that's the biggest tip that I can give you because that can transform your whole business. Think of it like your digital business card. Yep. What is Absolutely. And there is um, such a short amount of real estate to put the information for your business on there so you really instagram like facebook you can put so much information you can tell your whole bloody story on your about section but instagram it's really precious amount of space so you really have to be super super clear if you are a good marketer though you know how to utilize less words to get the maximum result 
And what do you think about emojis in the bio? They're cute, right? I feel like if that's on brand for you, then go for it. I just love them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, you can really tell the brand personality. Oh, absolutely. And because I'm a bit of a weirdo and a bit silly, I feel like (laughs) I definitely need emojis. Yeah, I definitely, I agree. It depends on the business. Um, For me, I like everything to be nice and classic and neat and tidy. Um, My vibe is a real timeless black and white um, with a little bit of pale pink in there. It's absolutely flawless. (laughs) (laughs) So for me, I feel like the simpler, the better. Um, totally not related, but Ella, did I see a little cheeky shot of your bum on Instagram yesterday? Yep. Yep. Definitely. And if you scroll down, there's quite a lot more. I haven't posted posted a butt shot in a long time. Oh, it made my day. I was so impressed. I was like, wow. Yes. Finally, the butt is back. (laughs) The butt is back. And you made it feel like it was summer, not the middle of freezing cold winter. (laughs) And I went for a swim. I actually went for a Did spin. you really? Yeah, twice. Oh, my gosh. I know. That's it was 10 insane. degrees. Wow. It, it was really refreshing. I felt like my soul was reborn. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you would have done. Oh, my gosh. You're crazy. <laughs> but if you don't know, before I actually had a swimwear label as well. So there was yes. a lot more. So your butt actually is pretty famous. Yeah, my butt is. <laughs> yeah, it's a good, it's a good butt. <laughs> Uh, I think I've got so one more about, tip. One yeah, more enough tip about your ass. Let's mm-hmm. move on. Yep. <laughs> my last piece of oh, my last tip for you is to just post quality content. Don't post pixelated, dark images. Don't say, oh, I need to do a post. What, what am I going to post? Just anything. That's actually probably going to do the opposite for your business. So I would rather you take the time and have better quality content, post less, and keep that quality high. Maybe do some pre-planning so that you do get the best quality content. Yes. I guess it's um, providing value, isn't it? You know, like giving some juicy information for your potential customers. That too. um, I feel like... You have to absolutely plan out your customers' pain points, pleasure points, really get in their head so that you're providing the value that they want. And it all starts, though, with the visual content because ultimately Instagram is a visual platform and before they read your caption, they're going to see your photo, your video, whatever it is that you've posted. And if that doesn't, if that's not high quality, then people are being bombarded from every angle with content. So you need what is going to get somebody to stop scrolling and look at your content? And have a conversation with you, like write your captions as if you would speak, like speaking to a friend. That's what I always think. Like if you say your caption out loud and if you wouldn't say that yeah. <laughs> to someone, don't write it. Exactly. And that, that it should be conversational. I think that's where a lot of people will try to do too much promo and too much, this is my product, this is my service all the time. Whereas people don't like to be sold to on Instagram. No. They they want to get to know you. They want to get to know you and your business. Yes. And I always 
always think one of my favorite things that I love to tell people because I know that social media is hard work and it's really easy to get frustrated and super pissed off as a business owner and kind of think I'm doing all this stuff and nothing's working and I'm investing so much time but I love to say you've got to remember the unseen benefits of social media and that is if you're doing a really good job in your business and you are nailing it and your existing clients that you have and even if you've just started and you only have a couple of clients but if you're doing a really, really good job, they're going to talk about you. They're going to refer you to a friend when they can and if someone says, hey, um, you, uh, you should check out Ella on Instagram. She's amazing. I've worked with her. She's done such a great job. First thing they're going to do is they're going to pick up their phone. They're going to look it up, look you up on Instagram or Facebook. They're going to, it's like your reference check and they're going to come and have a look and they're going to go, they're going to make a decision about you. So if they come to your page and it, and it can be anything, you could be a, a, um, a massage therapist, a nail technician, hairdresser, builder you know any of that they're going to come and have a look and if there's nothing there or it's crickets and you're not really posting and yeah they're just going to go oh well it doesn't look like a legitimate business exactly so just remember people are looking whether you see it when you know it or not exactly exactly you've nailed it (laughs) (laughs) they're watching they are they are And that's why you do have to have a strategy, put some time and effort into it. And if you need help, ask for it. Absolutely. I'm all for enlisting uh, and throwing money at situations when you feel a bit stuck or not sure. Me too. (laughs) It's, yeah, it's always worth investing. Um, Yeah. And stuff like that. So, wow, I feel like we could talk about Instagram all day. We could. I've got so much to say, but maybe we'll have to save some of that for another time. Ella, thank you so much for sharing your tips for increasing engagement with all of us today. If anyone isn't following Ella, absolutely have to go and check her out. She always has the best tips and provides so much free value on Instagram and she's got a great ass too. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to finish up by saying, Ella, um, and I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass because you're my beautiful friend, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) you really do, you work hard, you show up every day, you do all the things that you have to do to grow your business and you don't make any excuses and that really is just I think the biggest lesson for all business owners that are struggling you have to show up you have to put in the hard work you have to be doing all the things that you need to do to grow your business there is no such thing as cutting corners and so I think that you really um nail that and so you deserve all the success that you've you've we've gotten right now and um it certainly hasn't been by any any secret little hacks thank you most welcome thanks for chatting with us thanks for having me i hope that was helpful useful oh yeah i'm gonna have to book you in for like 50 more chats because we we could just talk all day yeah we definitely could (laughs) (laughs) thanks so much ella thank you bye 
Thank you for listening to the Bossy Bitch Podcast. I am Elsa Mitchell and you can find me at elsamitchell.com.au or if you'd like to meet my friends, please head on over to Facebook and I invite you to join our free group, Bossy Bitch. Bossy Bitch.